Hello and welcome to Earthy Kitchen Chats, real conversations about making earth-friendlier choices in our favorite place to gather, the kitchen. Grab a cup and pull up a chair. What kind of mug, Cheryl, do you have today that you are using? I wanted a special mug for today being our very first episode. Oh. And so I have this lovely green ceramic mug that was given to me by a dear friend whose sister made it. I know that person. Yes. Yeah, my sister made that. She, my sister is an incredible ceramicist. I have her mugs too. Yeah. So, well, I, I have a travel mug because I'm at your house. Yes. <laughs> You're traveling. Because <laughs> I'm traveling. And what's in your mug? Well, it's nothing. No, I drank it. But <laughs> a lovely, a lovely green tea. My travel mug has had and still has a little bit of coffee in it. So today's topic is food waste. What do you find going bad in your refrigerator all the time? Mostly fruits and vegetables. Absolutely. Me too. I pulled a moldy orange out of the crisper yesterday and you know I ate the good half. <laughs> also... I noticed that celery gets limp and also berries. Oh my goodness. I love berries. Those are a great dessert, but they're not supposed to be green. They're supposed to be yes. nice and purple and red. Anything that's a perishable is going right. to go bad in your refrigerator if you don't eat it right away. Exactly. And I, I'm really concerned about food waste. I was reading just the other day that the majority of what Americans send to landfills from our ordinary household trash is food waste. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of inputs going into growing the food, the farmers, their time, the truckers, the fossil fuels, the fertilizers. Mm -hmm. A lot goes into mm -hmm. that and we just throw it in the trash. And we're throwing it in the trash and giving it to the landfills where it's going to create methane gas, which is going to contribute to our global warming. Plus, we've paid hard-earned money for that food. I have, to, <laughs> I have to eat everything I buy, even if I hate it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there is some of that going on because I'm not the best cook. <laughs> and I, I think it, a lot of it, the considerations start in the grocery store, actually. What we choose to buy, how much we choose to buy. I've succumbed to those temptations for five avocados to $3. That's probably really outdated price reference right now. It but, is right now. <laughs> but but you want to go for the deal. That's the instinct. And knowing full well, that's unlikely that I'm going to sit down and eat five avocados <laughs> a day. So be realistic about what you buy at the outset is a good tactic. Okay. What are the ways in which we can use up stuff before it gets green furry things? You can make a soup, make a stew, make a stir fry. Oh, vegetables, roast them. Yeah. That, that is the best because they last for a long time. Salads, um, chopped salads. You can toss so many things into a chopped salad. Salads are the best because you can combine in your salad the quinoa that you made last week. Just put it in there. How did you know about that? The back of my refrigerator. <laughs> well, I was in it just the other day. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I passed out you. <laughs> she should put that in her salad. <laughs> How long do you get that salad to last, though? My romaine lettuce doesn't last that long. That is such a good question, Cheryl, because what I have found is that lettuce doesn't, but spinach and kale, and especially cabbage. Cabbage mm. is to die for. I have a huge Asian cabbage salad recipe that mm. I, I- I love Asian salads. It's, yeah. And it lasts in my refrigerator for two or three weeks because it's cabbage. That's a good point. Something sturdier, kale and cabbage, they don't go limp so quickly. Comes uh, back to what we buy. It, it is what we buy and how much we buy. Mm -hmm. And being mindful in the grocery store means, okay, I am going to buy this baby lettuce that is going to go bad in three days. Should I buy it now? Mm -hmm. Or should I wait until I know that I'm gonna make myself a salad right. and I'm gonna be eating salads that week? 
Yes. That is just being mindful. It's just troubleshooting. Yeah. And remembering, frankly, remembering what is in the refrigerator. Oh, no. I already have 14 <laughs> sweet potatoes. <laughs> I've taken to putting labels and reminders in the refrigerator, especially if it's a takeout container. I just write on it because if you just look in the refrigerator, you'd see boxes. White boxes that you have no idea what's in it. Right. And then you have to open it all. And that's perfect. So and I can write on it or put it in something that's clear. You can see through much more likely to eat something if I can see what it is instead of feeling like I don't want to rifle through these boxes to find something to eat. <laughs> well, that's just human nature. Who wants to rifle through boxes oh, while I you're standing in front? And besides, it's you're, unpleasant. The, you're, you're making the refrigerator get hot. <laughs> that's true. The point is be able yeah. to see what you've got in the refrigerator, more likely to eat it than if you have to dig for it. Without a doubt. <laughs> and hopefully it keeps the food longer. Yes. Because that's been a quest of mine forever. My heart hurts when I see something go bad. Because mm -hmm. honestly, I'm, I'm counting on my fingers how much it cost me. Plus, I'm so sorry that somebody didn't eat it. Right. We know there are hungry people in our neighborhoods. And here we are mindlessly throwing out food because we forgot about it. Right. Yes. So sharing, frankly, is one of my strategies for dealing with extra food. We are fortunate we have a community refrigerator in our area where you can donate food for anyone. And there's no test to see if you're food insecure before you can take food from the community fridge and pantry. So I can take things there, feel good about someone else burning up those uh, snack brownie calories that I choose not to. <laughs> so it's almost like a mini library you put exactly. in and you take out. Yes. Gosh, everybody should have that. Yes. So that's a solution for things that we know are going to go bad. I also take, if I make a, a big batch of something, I can also take some over to my elderly neighbor who needs help procuring food. See, that just makes you such a good person. Me, on the other hand, <laughs> I just will divide it up into different containers and freeze it because I have to keep it for myself because you right. know, who knows where my next meal is coming from. Freezing is an excellent way to use and preserve food rather than letting it rot. It is wonderful because you can freeze almost anything. Mm -hmm. I know that when lemons are in season and you can just get tons of them, I have frozen. Is that a word? I don't think that's a word. I think it should be. I can put them in some ice cube trays and they make lovely little accents for your water. Oh. And tomato paste, you can put them in ice cube trays too. A lot of recipes that just calls for a tablespoon of tomato paste and it comes in a six ounce can. So I have done that, but I recently discovered tubes. I know. Tomato paste in tubes. And it's concentrated so you use less. Yes. Yes. The tubes for me and or freezing it in ice cube trays, but then you have ice cube trays full of... <laughs> Not ice. <laughs> Filling up your freezer. <laughs> the only thing is, how big is your freezer? <laughs> you do have to kind of make some priorities for your freezer. That's the thing. And so then you start eating the stuff out of your freezer. Eat yeah. what's there. Eat your leftover. And label that too. Okay, so there's not only fruits and vegetables. What kind of other things go bad? Applesauce goes bad because I don't need it enough. I get the big jar and I have maybe uh, a quarter of it one day and then it's in there for another three months and then it's got green stuff on it. How do we avoid that? How do you avoid that? I know that you can use applesauce in baking as a substitute for eggs. I know that's one way people use it up. Yeah, absolutely. You can use it up and then you can take it to the community kitchen if you if you make muffins. And be virtuous too. And be so boy. <laughs> so composting is something also that people can do. I'm a big composter. It makes me feel good about being able to have some place for the things that inevitably do go bad or things you can't eat. I personally choose not to eat orange peels. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why I think you can make fancy things with them, but you know, I'm just not a fancy cook. You can zest them. 
zest. That's the word I was trying to think. You can, I, I zest my lemon and lime. You were totally a zester. I use it in recipes all the time. It like what kind of recipes do you zest in? When I make, it's like a scampi dish mm. that is either with quinoa or some kind of grain, or it could be with spiralized zucchini. Mm -hmm. And so when I zest and use the juice, it's unbelievable how much it enhances the flavor. And it's not bitter, like you would think. Mm -hmm. It's not when you cook with it. So interesting. I use it for that. And, and there's other recipes that I have that that called for a zesting. I might have to take that up. Zesting? Yeah. Do you have a zester? It's just fun to say. <laughs> I zested this. I zest. I'm a zester from way back. Zest. Yeah. Even if you zest, you have the white pithy stuff. No one eats that, right? On your oranges. I'm back to the composting that you've raised five minutes ago. <laughs> We've totally abandoned topic. <laughs> we don't digress though. No, no. Not at all. Okay, what about So the there are things like banana peels that we just don't eat and those are great fodder for compost bins. Absolutely. I, I've never composted. I never have lived in a place where I had enough space. I have a little tabletop one and there's also worms. I haven't tackled worms myself. I, I, I feel too responsible. What if I mess things up if I'm not happy? I don't need any more guilt in my life, but I do know worm composters rave about it. You can do uh, worm composting in a smaller container. That's my point. I did have one. And so you're, you're feeding the worms? Yes. And then what do you do with the worms? I suppose when they die, they become more compost. Wow. Okay, because that's one of my big things is, you know how when you um, cut apples? Yes. I cut off the core after I cut them in quarters. Yep. And I am sitting looking at those cores. I used to live in this wonderful house where I could throw the cores over my balcony into the woods. Yeah. And I knew that I had every kind of critter that was going to come by and eat it. I love that. Now it sits on my counter and I stare at it and I don't know what to do with it because I don't want to put it in the trash. It's food for something. Yeah, exactly. So I can make it food for worms? Food for worms. All right. I'm going to look into this. Well, the cities in California are rolling out curbside pickup for compostable materials. I know that's not available everywhere, but it is coming to us. So that will be a solution for you coming this summer. Yowza. So it's going to be another recycling bin? I don't know exactly how it's going to work but the city will pick up your compostable materials, take them to a composting facility. There's also in Los Angeles, and I'm sure there are other areas, in-community composting facilities where people live in apartments. People don't have enough space for a compost bin. You can take it to a community garden or a farmer's market. They have stands and then you can give them your compostables. And they, they do? Yeah. They have like a big barrel where you can pour your compost into it? Yeah, your banana peels and your apple cores. So that's worth investigating to Man, see if you are a available. fount of knowledge about this stuff. I don't know this stuff. This is good. Oh. Well, and you're mentioning apples makes me think of wrinkled apples because that does happen in the fridge sometimes if you're not paying attention. And I hate throwing out wrinkled apples, just but I don't like mush. Oh no, I can't eat an apple if it's grainy. But I've heard you can bake them. That is not something that I have actually done. That's not one of my recipes, so I'm not familiar with that. I do know that if we go back to the veggies, like greens, spinach, kale, if you see those starting to go a little wonky, throw them into the saute pan and mm. then put them in your refrigerator and they will last, they will have a brand new life. But I don't know about- Yeah, I, I do have a couple of recipes that call for cut apples in like a saute with, with the sausage 
kind of dish that I've done, I think that they would be okay for that. If you were going to make some kind of apple bread or apple muffin or mm, things, yeah. then maybe it would be better mm -hmm. if they are a little, a little bit softer. softer. That's Same with bananas. I mean, mm -hmm. with, when bananas right. go a little bit soft, which is inevitable because, you, you know, unless you just buy two at a time, then I, of course, have this wonderful recipe for banana ice cream where <gasps> you put the, the soft bananas in the freezer, you let them freeze, and then you put them in a, in a food processor. You grind up those bananas, the frozen bananas, and they become this wonderful consistency like ice cream. Throw in some raspberries, throw in a couple of chocolate chips, and it is the best dessert. Now you're talking. Well, food processor, we haven't even touched on smoothies. <laughs> That's true. I can't believe. Where's my mind? Where's our head gone? <laughs> I like smoothies more in the summer, obviously, sure. when it's hot. Yeah. They're refreshing. Yeah. But it's a great way to throw in those last few berries, yep. overripe banana, yep. and I can even greens, some add greens. some greens. As yeah. long as they're not, you know, gotten almost liquidy. Yeah. That's too far for me. But yeah, the spinach or the kale. Mm -hmm. Those are good. Smoothie additions. Okay, smoothies. Boy, I'm glad that we finally came up with that. So both fruit and vegetables. Yes. And any kind of whatever you're using for the base, whether it's almond milk or oat milk, whatever kind of liquid that you use for your smoothie, as soon as you see that maybe the date mm -hmm. is, then you just... Is that, that last drizzle mm -hmm. of orange juice nobody drank? Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That goes in. Oh, definitely. The orange juice. You know what I really like in smoothies that surprised me is zucchini. I thought it would give it a weird taste, and it really just adds a nice texture to it that's creamy. Okay, that is interesting. <laughs> I, I, really? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. In my experience. I would never, ever have thought about putting a zucchini in a smoothie. And summertime comes, you know, they are... A plethora. A plethora. That's the word I was thinking. Yeah, for. a plethora of zucchini. zucchini. And plus the size, they're, they're these right. enormous Yeah, they're getting things. bigger. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I think we've covered a lot of ground here today. We'll be posting this to our Facebook page. And if you have comments, suggestions, ideas, ways that you utilize food so it doesn't get wasted or avoid overbuying or if you're a worm composter... <laughs> Please share us. I want to comments. see that thing. <laughs> that's, that's my next field trip. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, you know, I've needed a pet. Yeah. I miss. There I, you go. I, I don't have a cat anymore. So I'm thinking worms. And you don't have to take them to the vet. <laughs> you don't have to buy them fancy gourmet food. You're giving them literally your cast ups. And I'm going to be okay when they are transitioning into <laughs> their <laughs> next life because they're going to. Uh, be compost themselves. Okay, there you go. Oh my gosh. All right. Thank you all for joining us for this inaugural episode. It was inaugural. It's Earth our first. Kitchen Chats. Real conversations about making earth-friendlier choices in our favorite place to gather. The, the kitchen. kitchen. Grab a cup and pull up a chair. We'll see you next week. And be sure to check the show notes for more resources and information. So, first episode done. I think it went pretty well. For our first? Okay. I think it might be time for a glass of wine. Oh. You know what? That is brilliant. We'll be practicing what we preach because I have a bottle of wine that I opened for the Oscar party. Haven't never finished. We could use it up. Because otherwise it would go to waste? Yeah. I don't think so. We can't have that. <laughs> wine going to waste? Uh, At our house? You no. Yeah, no. Okay.